0: Today on the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking about finding your spouse's Enneagram type. All right, it is February, the month of love. So we are going to be focusing on relationships this month. So I often get asked, how do I get my husband to take the Enneagram test? First of all, you don't have to have your husband take the Enneagram test if he doesn't want to, or he has refused to, or he just hasn't done it. Guess what? You don't have to. What you can do is you can do exactly what you did to figure out your own if you did not use the test, or you can just go through and listen to each of the Enneagram types. Again, testing is a good way to find out your type, but the best way is actually doing the research and diving into it. And then once you've figured out a couple types that they could possibly be, um, having some communication about it and talking about and asking questions so you can know it because they might be like, Oh, this is kind of hokey or whatever. But honestly, once you understand their Enneagram type and yours, you can have a stronger relationship and a stronger connection. So in doing this, you are going to want to kind of pace yourself. So first thing you might want to do is write down some of the traits that you love about your husband or some of the things that he um, does when he is in stress or sometimes some of the behaviors that he has when he does things. Okay. So you're going to kind of take this list of behaviors and be like, okay, which ones connect with each Enneagram type? Okay. So I've gone through each of the Enneagrams, um, especially if you go through each of the type and you're listening. And as you're listening to each Enneagram type going, oh, that totally makes sense. Or it doesn't. Keep in mind the wings as well, because they can pull those in. But what's going to happen is you're going to go over time you're going to pull some of those traits out that you're like, oh, this makes sense. So I'll tell you about when I figured out my husband's Enneagram type, which honestly is when this whole thing like exploded for me and kind of blew my mind. So I knew I was an Enneagram three and I actually mistyped my husband at first when I was first doing the reading as a four. I didn't know much about the Enneagram then, but I knew that the Enneagram four and four was nor, known as the individualist and my husband very much values being himself and so i was like oh he's a four and as i was reading things or sending him things he's like uh kind of sounds like me but not really and so as i dug more and more it was it wasn't exactly a clear shot and he was like oh, it's okay but it's not a 100% me so i kept going and once i found enneagram 8 they also value individualist and being an individualist, but in a different, for a different reason, for a different reason. And it's because the Enneagram 8 values freedom and desires to not be controlled. So when I started asking my husband questions about Enneagram 8 or sending him things about it, he was like, yep, yep, that totally makes sense. That, that makes sense to me. So My husband wasn't originally like on board with this, but as we went along at the process, he was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And this makes a lot of sense. Okay. So here we are. You've got all the different Enneagram numbers. You're looking into it. You're trying to decipher and figure out what your husband's type is. If he is not open to it, that's okay. Okay. You can just be figuring it out for yourself and how to use it to better your relationship from your point of view. Because often we're like, oh, I want my husband to do this with me. But truly, as we were working to improve ourselves, naturally our relationships improve. So let me tell you some rate, ways that the Enneagram can help your marriage. First of all, I want you to go check out Enneagram and Marriage. They are on Instagram. Um, they also have their own website, which I will link in the bio, but it's super interesting. They have like the combined, so they have all the different types and like worksheets to go with them. And it's totally fascinating. So check them out. They also have their own podcast. But here are some, things, some reasons that you should know your Enneagram types, especially in a marriage. I often surprises me when I'm talking to someone and they are a lover of the Enneagram and I'm like, what's your husband's type? And they're like, I have no idea. And I'm like, no, 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 This is like the best part. This is the best part because if you are not us- utilizing the Enneagram for those that are so close to you, it's going to be really hard that this is the best part of knowing the Enneagram. Okay. So one of the best things to know about your partner is what they're motivated by, right? So if you know that your partner is a type two and they're motivated by helping others, that is going to strengthen your relationship. And it's also going to explain why they're constantly trying to help people when you're trying to make dinner and they're going to a neighbor's, whatever it is, you will look at the motivation behind what they're doing and understand it. Another reason why it's great to know your spouse's Enneagram type is you'll understand what their fear is, okay? So like sevens may be afraid of boredom and are looking for constant stimulation. So knowing that about them is going to help you communicate on a whole new level. So you'll also be able to help your partner understand where they're at emotionally. Um, Like if you are married to a 5, that they are emotionally unattached and it's very difficult for them to have these emotional discussions. Or if you're married to an Enneagram 4 and they are extremely emotionally attached and trying to understand what they are feeling. So those are just some of the basic reasons that you should know the Enneagram. I will truly say that the Enneagram helped my marriage in so many ways, but mostly through communication because we may have an argument or a fight or a discussion and I'll be like, oh, it's because he is seeing this from this perspective, whereas I am coming at this from this perspective. It truly helps that communication, which is like the key to a good, healthy marriage. So one of the things I want you to keep in mind is there's no bad pairings, especially if you're healthy people. There's no bad pairings. You, as long as you are in a healthy situation with your spouse, you are both continuing to work on growth. You are fine with whatever you are paired with. So I'm going to be posting some things throughout the week there, all the different Enneagram husbands and kind of seeing the husbands from a gentle and uh, romantic perspective, all the different types you can have, because truly the man you marry does have amazing traits that come from their Enneagram, just like you have amazing traits that come from your Enneagram. And I promise the more that you see it instead of, so my husband, he is very, um, He would talk about political things and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming to me. Like I can't, like it feels like you're attacking me or you're attacking the world. And as I began to understand that my husband, he is bold and he's a thinker and he loves argument because that makes us bond. I began to go, oh this is actually an incredible trait for my spouse to have, that my spouse can debate things, that my spouse can stand up for things. I began to look at those positive traits that come with my my husband. And having those positive traits constantly on my mind will help strengthen my marriage. And I want the same for you. I want you to look at the traits I'm going to be posting throughout this week of the different husbands. And I want you to look at your spouses and say, oh my gosh, these are amazing traits. These are such incredible things. These are things I definitely want in a man and I'm so grateful for them. And so then how can you help him reach his healthiest potential? I will definitely say one of the things I found out when I went through a lot of my healing that my marriage got better because I was healing. I was taking care of myself. And just like in our last episode about the wounded messages, When you begin to really heal yourself and have confidence in who you are in your Enneagram number and rise to a healthy Enneagram number, you naturally start to up your vibration and up the vibration of the people around you. So what happens is the people in your life will start to want to grow as well. So I want you to think about that. If you're like, oh, my husband, he's not following a lot of these positive traits right now, or he could be like this, but he gets so worried or whatever it is. I want you to really sit in. He has this potential. He has this potential for growth. And the way I'm going to nourish my spouse's growth is by me getting to my healthiest self. So I divided up the traits of the husbands to give them, um, their names. And this one was kind of fun to do because I'm trying to really focus on those positive traits of each husband. And it's not to say your husband has, doesn't have negative traits, you know, his negative traits, but we're really going to focus on those positive traits. So we are looking for them. So the Enneagram one husband, I love to call him the proactive husband. Enneagram two, sincere husband. Three, charmer husband. Four, passionate husband. Five, intellectual husband. Six, devoted husband. Seven, spontaneous husband. Eight, driven husband. And nine, affectionate husband. So all of these types have the exact same qualities as all the different Enneagram numbers I've talked about in previous episodes, but I'm going to focus on them this week throughout my Instagram, the.enneagram.mom. So you can really focus on highlighting those positive traits of your spouse because they deserve it and you deserve it. Okay, so I thought it would be really fun to talk about kind of the, some popular couples throughout TV shows. So I <laughs> I thought it would be really fun to Enneagram them. So we've got Outlander, which is on Netflix. We've got Claire and Jamie Fraser. They're a married couple in this. And Claire Fraser is a one with a wing two. She very much strives to be good and is extremely helpful. And then Jamie Fraser, her husband, he is a nine with a wing eight. He actually avoids conflict as much as possible. He is very, very calm and kind to his wife, but he will pull into that eight wing. Next we have how I met your mother, Lily and Marshall. So Lily is a two wing one. She cannot help, but help people. And Marshall is a two wing three. He can't help, but help people too. So they both have this exact same Enneagram type and wanting to help others. But Lily has a wing one with a little bit of the perfectionist. And Marshall has the wing three with the strive and the driven of a three. Okay, next up is Boy Meets World. So we got Corey and Topanga. So Corey is a six wing seven, extremely loyal and driven for fun. And this is the same Enneagram as Chandler Bing. Um, So they've got this fun, spunky personality, but also like worst case scenario. So we also have Topanga, who is a one wing nine. She is focused on being good and being, um, that perfectionist in her as well okay next up we have from the movie up from the disney movie up we've got ellie and carl which oh my goodness if you did not cry during that little non-speaking segment i don't know i don't know you um <laughs> so ellie is a seven with a wing six, always seeking for adventure. And Carl is a six with a wing five. So if you can tell he was thinking worst case scenario, but he's extremely loyal. And with the wing five, he was a little bit more introverted. Okay. So the next show is Gossip Girl. We've got Chuck and Blair. So Chuck, very, very strong and powerful, and he's got some charismaticness to him. He is an eight with a wing seven. He does not like to look weak. And he also is looking for that fun, has lots of energy. Blair, she is a three wing four. She is very, very up in her appearance, and in gaining status, and driven, and she's got that wing four, where she's got um, some deep emotions, and deep feelings. Next up is The Office, Jim and Pam. Love Jim and Pam. So Jim is a nine with a wing eight, okay? So he wants to avoid conflict. He also has a lot of humor in him. He cracks me up, Um, but he can go to that eight, where he's got a little bit more power and control. Then we got Pam, she's the same. She's also a nine, but she's got a wing one. So she avoids conflict of all costs. I think of her fiance from um, the first season. Um, She avoids that conflict at all costs, but she's got that type one perfectionist. So she makes a very good receptionist. All right. And then from the OC, I love the OC. We've got Seth and Summer. So this is funny because they also are the same Enneagram number. They are both sevens. But Seth is a seven with a wing six is so always seeking fun and excitement. And Summer is the seven with a wing eight. So she can be very bold when she needs to, but she's also seeking that fun. So these are just some fun ones I thought I'd throw out there of the different Enneagram couples. Um, if you have some favorite couples that you love, let me know by sending me a message on my Instagram, the.enneagram.mom. Um, I would love to hear what couples you would like to me to feature this month and talk about their different traits. Um, I'm super excited. This is going to be a really fun month, but our next episode is actually going to be a little different. It is going to be a call. I decided I wanted to bring on each Enneagram number with their wing and ask them some questions so you could kind of get to know how each Enneagram number thinks and how they behave a little bit different and what the Enneagram has done for them. So you can expect that on Thursday this week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every time you guys screenshot and listen to the episodes and share and tag me. Oh, makes me so happy. And if you are excited about this series, please share, share, share with your friends. And if you would please give me an Apple rating, that would be incredible um, I also have a new podcast launching this week it is called the mystery moms um, I actually have another podcast called the mystery kids podcast and that is all mysterious events and things that have happened and directed for kids I actually wrote it for my child because I wanted something that was a little bit strange and mysterious um so I decided to team up with my best friend and do the mystery moms podcast so keep an eye out for that if you are super into true crime or weird events, um, it is going to be fun and it's kind of more of an obsession fun podcast, whereas this one's more of a learning podcast. Also, if you've been interested in doing a one-on-one with me, I only currently do five one-on-ones a week, which are 25 minutes for $25 and that price won't be forever. So go ahead and message me on Instagram. If you would like to set up an appointment time with me or speaking engagements, um, I will give you a price based on the time you need for a speaking engagement right now, but. I have been loving. I've actually had two to three speakings a week lately, a lot over Zoom because that's what our world is like. But I would love it if you messaged me or are interested in any of these things. Please just give me a call. On the next episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking to an Enneagram one.